0: You're listening to the top. This is a bi-weekly American History podcast. Each week, I, philosopher, lover of cats. gentlemen. Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to my friend.
1: Gareth Reynolds who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. I could tell you that's kind of the uh, the angle. That's kind of the angle here. It's going to be about boats. No, it's not.
0: Yep, it's about boats (laughs) and how boats came to be. (laughs) It's about. You're listening to the boat episode.
1: Oh, no, we're having a (laughs) bollop. God, you want to look hit a dude? I'll do one (laughs) bollop. People say this is funny?
0: Not Gary Gareth. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling
1: people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. <laughs> you are Queen Fakey of made uptown. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Missing <laughs> done, my friend. No. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: um... <laughs> I can't
1: wait to learn about boats. Something no one's ever said.
0: We're get so deep into boats this week. is a six-hour episode.
1: I can't make all of it about boats. Jose, sit in for some.
0: We are, of course, on the All Things Comedy Network. If you want to check that out, it's a network of powerhouse. Yep, powerhouse podcasts. It's true. Some very funny comedians. If you've ever heard of Bill Burr, he's on there. Tom Segura,
1: great people. Bert
0: Kreischer. It's a good one. Ari, when's Ari's special coming out?
1: Uh, I think in July. Yeah, and I, we should talk because yeah, I think we should. We'll have him on for. Uh, oh one. yeah, he's got.
0: People are gonna get mad at that. It's all right. <laughs> they hate they hate when we change anything.
1: Yeah, no, people fear change.
0: 1863 boats. The Year of our Lord. Is it? Boats were invented in 1863. Were they? <laughs> nope. I was Major say. General William Rosecrans
1: was Columbus's the... arms were tired
0: was the leader of the Amer- Army of the Cumberland which was one of the main Union armies in the Western theater during the Civil War
1: in the Western theater so
0: it's like Kentuckyish and okay. that it was originally called the Army of Ohio and sure. they changed it up to Cumberland sure didn't care enough to look yeah. into that I didn't
1: I don't think anybody cares enough
0: nope Rosencrans is it Rose Rosecrans so here it says Rosecrans and here it says Rosencrans so that's a little uh, fun does it say Rosie Well that's actually what we're going to we're going to we got that Rosecrans was nicknamed Old Rosie
1: Old Rosie
0: <laughs> He had a reputation for getting nearer to combat than any other man of his rank Near? Near nearer. He liked to get in it. He liked nearer. to get nearer. he nearer. Like he would get closer than the other uh he would, he would Generals start. he'd be like I'm going to get up in this shit. Okay. And is that a quote from Rosie? Uh, you know What'd you
1: say, old Rosie? There's quotes, I'm gonna get all up in this shit There
0: are quotes that are found all the time That could be Oh,
1: I wish I hadn't gotten all up in this shit
0: Right, that's him old oh, Rosie uh, By 1863, after leading his troops to a series of victories He was, uh, after Ulysses S. Grant, the most powerful man in the region Wow, well, okay His men were spending a lot of time in Nashville Okay which the Union had controlled since February 1862. Alrighty. righty. Old Rosie believed Nashville was a good place for his troops to ready themselves for the next battle.
1: Okay. But... So, all right.
0: Like any city, there were distractions for the men.
1: Oh, dear. Oh, no.
0: Nashville is quite a town. According to the 1860 U.S. Census, Nashville was home to 198 white prostitutes and nine who were called mulatto. <coughs> you okay? Hey, yeah. <laughs> what happened there? Yeah,
1: just uh, fun fact. <laughs> Nashville fun facts.
0: The red light district was I known... I do
1: like how this... this is- does the census, you can't, you don't count prostitutes I mean, now apparently, in the apparently, so just, no,
0: I'm sure now you don't, but okay. apparently back then.
1: Back then they were, and what do you do, ma'am? I'm a whore. I'm a prostitute. Oh Come right. here, census, ma'am. No, 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 and Come there, on. no, 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 Get, don't, don't point it at me, mm-hmm. no, are, no, 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 mm. uh, no, stop, mm-hmm. stop it. Mm-hmm. Get it away, mm-hmm. I'm turning mm-hmm. my back on you like you, a dog. Take a census right here. No, 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 mm. are there any more prostitutes in the house? Only hundred and
0: ninety-nine. All righty. The red light district was known as Smokey Row. By eighteen sixty-two, the number of sex workers was up to fifteen hundred.
1: Wow, that's from a boom.
0: 1860, 198 to fifteen hundred. Like the
1: Silicon Valley.
0: It's a that's what this is. It's the Silicon Valley of prostitutes. Wow. Union troops, uh were who were uh, is long. This really
1: about boats.
0: Don't worry about it. It's not. It it's might be not, about a boat. A boat might come into it.
1: It's not about boats? No. Damn it.
0: Did you really think I was going to do podcasts about boats? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Oh, that's great. Union troops, who were a long way from their homes, handed over check after check for a good time. Okay. For a lot of Civil War era women, they didn't have a choice, especially in the South, but to become prostitutes.
1: So it was checks?
0: Well, they're they're getting their their army checks for fighting, and then they're just they're just fucking hookers. Uh, can
1: you make that out to cash, please? Yeah,
0: I'm. you, or you just made it out? To, make it out to Betty Lou. Uh,
1: that is Cinnamon Ruby. <laughs> Two Bs. Um.
0: So basic necessities were unaffordable, and the salaries of uh, enlisted husbands and fathers didn't cover it. And also, they were, the men just were gone. Sure. So the women. Not a lot of job opportunities for ladies, right? It's not like Pretty they could be like, "I'm going to go be a lawyer." Right. Like they just, you're right. like, you're supposed to stay in the home. What happens when the guy leaves? I guess I become a prostitute. All right, that'll do. Um. So yeah, a lot of them were forced into it in that way, economic
1: okay. issues.
0: A prostitute in a major U.S. city at the time could earn, earn about five dollars a week, which is about three times what you might make if you worked in like a Sewing factory. Right.
1: So, makes Uh, sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, Newspapers often referred to prostitutes as abandoned women. Interesting. By the spring of 1863, Rosie and his staff were very upset about what effect all the prostitute sex was having on the men.
1: Here we go. It's always one asshole who's just not into it. Old Rosie was worried
0: about... Diseases.
1: He was worried about disease. Okay.
0: Syphilis and gonorrhea. You don't
1: want your penis to get old rosy.
0: Oh, <laughs> syphilis. syphilis and gonorrhea were very dangerous at the time. S- sure. Because they could kill you. Yes. At least uh, 8.2% of union, union troops would be infected with one or the other before the end of the war. And the rates in cities were much higher. Okay. Because if, if you're out shooting... Other guys on a battlefield, it's hard to get gonorrhea.
1: Right.
0: But if you're in a city, fucking ladies, it's easier. To it's easier get to it. get it. Right. It turns out.
1: It's weird. It's when you're gone, it's harder to get gonorrhea. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: and the stats also don't include those who picked up VD and didn't tell anyone or died before they they. Right. It because sure. they got but gonorrhea. Imagine you're out there in a war and you've got gonorrhea, and then you get killed. Like, the, like you're like, do I have to go like this? My
1: last words would be, "Thank you, thank you, thank God."
0: Almost every building, thank God, Aria in Nashville, had been turned into a hospital. So all the schools were hospital. Like it's just, it's just packed with wounded guys. Okay, right from the war. From war right. So no one wanted to spend time and energy treating guys with VD. Okay. They're like, you know what? There's guys with actual gunshots. My
1: penis. Okay. Ah!
0: Take him over to my penis building.
1: Please, someone help my penis.
0: Hit it with with a hammer. That'll teach
1: him. Please hit it hard.
0: Union officials in Nashville were convinced the city's sex workers were responsible for the VD plague. Surgeons and regimental commanders petitioned Old Rosie, quote, to save the army from a fate worse than to perish on the battlefield. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to... The theory- just, I'm going to pause here and just say that getting gonorrhea is not worse than dying with your intestines out on a battlefield.
1: Yeah. No. It, I mean, it, it seems way better.
0: It seems a lot better. Number one, you had sex for it to happen. Sure. Number two, you, there's. it's pretty rough at this time, but you can get cured, but it's rough. Oh, you can't? There's like mercury that they give you. Like it's a, There's Everything fucked up mercury. treatments. Yeah, yeah. Well, mercury just kills everything. It's yeah, like a, it's like it's like.
1: A, it's dangerous. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I my dad broke a thermometer, and he was so freaked out by the mercury yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Okay, so he I'm crazy. Okay. Uh, I'm the one who was eating it.
0: So they came up with what they thought was the easiest solution to the prostitute problem.
1: Well, something tells me, Dave, this is going to be illogical.
0: Old Rosie issued an order on July 1863 to George Spaulding, the provost marshal of Nashville, to quote, without loss of time, seize and transport to Louisville. All prostitutes found in the city are known to be here.
1: The, the old ship them out? Ship them out to Louisville. The old ship them out to Louisville. <laughs> what should we do with the prostitutes? Send them to Louisville. Why are we going to Louisville? Get on the bus, ma'am. Just trust me. It's gonna be good. This, I mean, this is a theory that has happened before on this podcast, where someone's theory is essentially just send them out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still goes so, on. It yeah. still happens all. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, especially do with homeless now.
1: Okay, cool. so the theory is uh, now: how does one, how does one lure the war? Oh,
0: interesting. Spaulding, who was a Scottish immigrant, started carrying out the order.
1: I've got this one. <laughs>
0: On July 9th.
1: I'm bringing him to life.
0: Yep. The Nashville Daily Press reports that the roundup of the, quote, sinful fair had begun. Oh, boy. The women were not thrilled about the plan, and they protested and tried to avoid the expulsion. Soldiers and police officers went on a raid of the city's brothels, quote, heaping furniture out of the various dens and then tumbling their disconsolate owners after.
1: Why do they have to throw furniture?
0: I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> well, they don't need to mussy the place up. I don't know why they're throwing chairs out the window. No,
1: the, move out there, Get the bed <laughs> out of Move the furniture! Get out of here, whore! That, that ottoman uh. damn chair! Get it out of here! All the stuff! The curtains are coming with me! Move that sink, you whore! Get out of here, whore!
0: <sighs> it doesn't make any sense, but that's what they did. Furniture nice. first,
1: prostitute <laughs> second. <laughs> yeah. All right, now that you're all moved out...
0: So Spalding rounded them all up... And then he had enough women, but then he didn't know how to, how to send them off or what? how to get rid of them.
1: That, how do you enter your plan if you don't have B? I
0: know. It's not great. <laughs> but then he came up with the answer when he met John Newcomb, who was the owner of a brand new steamboat. Hello. Named the Idaho.
1: Well, that's an interesting boat to be putting the prostitutes on.
0: I D A H O E.
1: Oh wow, so he Idaho. even... Idaho. S- Wait, but so I he really went like that?
0: That was what the name of the boat was.
1: Idaho. <laughs> and what are you looking for, ma'am? Idaho? And what do you do? Idaho! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what are you looking for? Idaho. What are you doing in Idaho? I'm a hoe. Idaho. Oh,
0: ah! The ship's over there. Then Spaulding, with old Rosie's backing, ordered Newcomb to take the Idaho on its maiden voyage. hes It's never sailed.
1: What, he's what, never taken... How does taken, this shit happen?
0: He's Is, never... It's wartime. It,
1: so, so, they, so
0: you pack a boat full of prostitutes So this
1: guy just has a hoe boat And he just happens to be he The does. maiden voyage He's gonna pop his cherries with a bunch of Women uh, Well he, uh, he originally he didn't
0: have a hoe boat But then Then they turn it into a hoe boat A hoat So he's supposed to take 111 of Nashville's Most infamous you, sex workers
1: So how does it happen that they're forced to do it
0: well, they, just they just have made no him. option. Well, it, during wartime, it's you know basically martial law in this kind oh, of situation. Yeah. Like you just, you, whatever the that's military what says
1: explains perpetual war.
0: Thank you. Spaulding didn't care where they were dropped off, just so long as they were gone. Cool. Newcomb was very upset, believing the order would destroy the reputation of his new steamboat.
1: I mean, just think of how unrelatable that is. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. I'm worried about the reputation of my steamboat. <laughs> you can't roll in my sweet new steamboat. <laughs> no, no, no. Its name's on the line.
0: But he wasn't given a choice. He was given rations for the women, enough to make it just to Louisville. Okay. Um, other than that, he was on his own. The local press loved the story and encouraged readers to, quote, bid goodbye to those frail sisters once and all. Wow.
1: The battle with the media has always been.
0: Yep. Not much is known about the prostitutes who were banished from Nashville, but all 111 women on the Idaho were white. And as soon as they left Nashville, their black counterparts took their places in the city's brothels and alleys. <laughs> it's yeah. Reverse gentrification.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. The Nashville Daily Union quote: "The sudden." That is the thing, though. It's the same with like the war on drugs. It's like that, you know, when there's an appetite for something in the public that people want. You know, you just you have to find a way to incorporate it into your yeah. world. Over try to stomp it out, which is just going to make it. You, it, know, you can of never fill it.
0: You can never stomp it yeah. out. The sudden expatri- expatriation of hundreds of vicious white women will only make room for an equal number of Negro strumpets. Strumpets? This is what the paper says. Unless the aggravated curse of lechery as it exists among the negresses of the town is destroyed by rigid what, military...
1: Is this a wizard's book? ...or <laughs> civil bandits. What? I mean, what? Who... You can only talk like this if you have a staff in your hand and there's a storm
0: Or the indiscriminate expulsion of the guilty sex The ejectment of the white class will turn out to have been productive of the sin it was intended to eradicate We dare say no city in the country has been more shamefully abused by the conduct of its unchaste females, white and negro Than has Nashville for the past 15 or 18 months Can
1: you translate what that means to me? So uh, it, it, they're
0: basically saying
1: now they, that the they whites... got
0: they got rid of the white prostitutes, and right. then it was just they were just replaced by black prostitutes. So they just need to get rid of all of them.
1: What? That's what it's saying. Yeah. It's a lot it's, of it says, it, it
0: says it, it, unless the, it's, it, it's, the it, lechery of the, of the black prostitutes is destroyed by military or civil mandates. So they're saying so it, that it's the same thing should happen. So the,
1: it only sounds extremely racist because that's just how people talk.
0: Well, they decided to throw that in there also. Right. Instead of just saying the new prostitutes, they had to, you know, no. get down with the race. No,
1: they came up with some nice terms.
0: The Idaho reached Louisville in a week. But, land hose. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Would you like to see what's on my boat? Did you hear mine? Land hose? I got it. Okay. By the time the ship got there, the city's law enforcement officials had heard what was coming. Newcomb was forbidden from docking and ordered to go to Cincinnati instead.
1: Okay. So now, well, we'll okay, so. You... Well, whores, listen, Um, I've got some news Uh, Uh, Well, for once, this is going to be something uh, you're not familiar with. We're not allowed to put our ship where we want to, our vessel. uh, So we need to go to Cincinnati, but we're out of food and rations. Anywho's will be. I'm going to settle up here in Cincy. uh, I mean, in Louisville.
0: But when he got to Ohio, Cincinnati informed him they did not want a
1: cargo of hookers. So now they've just made, like, a TV show?
0: <laughs> Whore boat.
1: Yeah, they've just made... Yeah, the yeah. Make Love boat.
0: The ship uh, two was uh, the ship was forced to dock across the river in Kentucky, but all the women were required to stay on the boat.
1: Wait, but where, where were they before? They were now they're in so.
0: Cincinnati, and they have to dock across the river, and okay. so they dock... <laughs> So all the women are ordered on the boat to stay on the boat at the same time. Cincinnati Gazette, quote, There does not seem to be much desire on the part of our authorities to welcome such a large addition to the already overflowing numbers engaged in their peculiar profession.
1: So Old Rosie's plan literally was three parts, and all he thought of was part A. Get rid of them. Round them up.
0: And get put them on and a boat and get rid of
1: stepped them. Stepped in shit, luckily to find a boat. Well, as far as and now that they've got a boat, people are like no, you're not going to just drop off a bunch of whores.
0: Well, they're 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 happy in Nashville because, as far as they're concerned, the whores Nashville? are gone.
1: Right. Okay. Right. But still, this dude's a little Shanghai.
0: So um... they're also uh, not being permitted to land uh, that the boat is taken over the Kentucky shore. But the authorities of Newport and Covington have no greater desire for their company. And the consequence is that the poor girls are still kept on board the boat. It is said on what authority we are unable to discover that the military order issued in Nashville has been revoked in Washington and that they will all be returned to Nashville again.
1: So just a little vacay, a little cruise.
0: Across the, store, the, across the state. The Cleveland Morning Leader was thrilled about what was happening in Cincinnati and wrote that the women tried to swim ashore, while others were rumored to have made contact with Confederate soldiers who might help them escape.
1: I mean, can you imagine, oh. like, being in this time and hearing this? I mean, oh, you guys missed it! Oh, they were down by the shore. There's a what? bunch of whores swimming. To it. What are you talking about? Oh, it was amazing. It was just whores, just beautiful women swimming up all they wanted was to be rescued and they're wet and i'm wet oh, i think i met my wife i really do yeah i know you guys are sitting here just having whiskeys but i really i met the one
0: i met your wife Son of a bitch. so the cleveland morning leader wrote the majority are homely forlorn set of degraded creatures having been hurried on the boats by a military guard many are without a change of wardrobe they managed to Ugh. smuggle a little liquor on board which gave out on the second day several became intoxicated and indulged in a free fight which resulted without material damage to any of the party although knives were freely used
1: wow so, so
0: ladies ladies be uh, fighting
1: yeah well i mean what what yeah tell, That's, tent, you know there's going to be tension when you tell a bunch of people they can't live where they live yeah.
0: and let's face it if you're uh, prostitute at this time, you're probably a pretty tough lady.
1: Yeah, I would. Yeah, you probably, yeah, you probably keep your eye out for bullshit. Yeah. Newcomb
0: was now desperate to get the women off his ship and he returned to Louisville and once again he was turned away. Come on. Come on. Second time's a charm. No, we told you no. I know, but what about uh, did I tell you that they all have lady
1: parts? Hold on a minute. Let me.
0: I'm sweating in the pot. You know what I mean?
1: Sorry. Yeah, no, get out of here. And buttholes? Uh, It's not getting any sweeter. Get out of here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He tried other small ports, but the result was the same. Finally, in early August, the ship returned to Nashville. Now Spalding had all the prostitutes back and a huge bill from Newcomb, who uh, demanded to be compensated uh, for damages to his um, ship.
1: Go exactly according to plan. Um, <laughs> look, a couple of the prostitutes uh, stabbed each other, stabbed one another. We tried to get into Cincinnati, and they said no. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now we're back uh-huh. here, and all we've got is quite a time. It's a terrible we're story. We're starving.
0: Uh-huh, don't care. Yeah, we're
1: wet. We've run out of clothing. Yeah, don't care. Yeah, I think I've got diarrhea.
0: Yeah, I, I don't care. How'd that happen? Or
1: four or five of them. At once? I was weak. At that the was same bloody weak. at the same time no separate occasions well one time there was two but that was on what? day two liquor day as we call it although I didn't liquor don't take it that way but still
0: could you leave yes so he wants to be compensated and I he need money. he demanded someone from the army come on board to inspect the ship for damages <laughs>
1: I just remembered this is the guy who didn't want his ship name soiled. Yeah. <laughs> and so... <laughs> go on, it smells! So he just, he just had to take it out on the road for, what, like 10 days?
0: Oh, I, I think it's like a month.
1: Oh, my God. Just be ruined. Well, come it's ter- back.
0: It's terrible. So uh, the Army uh, staffer on August 8th found the ship's stateroom had been, quote, badly damaged. The mattresses... What are
1: you doing in the stateroom? Oh, Christ, this is badly damaged!
0: The mattresses were badly soiled.
1: these are apples you can't sleep on. These are bloody soiled, those bloody prostitutes. Filthy, filthy
0: horse. The report recommended Newcomb be paid 1,000 in damages plus 4,300 to cover food. Okay. And quote, medicine peculiar to the diseased women in this class. Newcomb had been forced to pay that amount during the 28 day floating hooker boat run. Wow. 28 days.
1: 28 days.
0: There were only three crew members besides him. Oh my God.
1: Well, because they probably were like, all right, in and out, real quick. Boom, boom. In and out. Drop them up. Mm. Don't do this. You sure? In and out. Stop. A little
0: of the old in and We're out. We're both better than
1: this.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we are. No,
1: no way. But S- Spaulding
0: did not care about Newcomb's money problems. His plan to get rid of the city's prostitutes was a failure. He finally acqu- acquiesced and accepted the fact that prostitutes would ply their trade and soldiers would be their customers. Spaulding, seeing no other choice, created in uh, created Nashville's first. System in the Country for Legalized Prostitution.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: The plan was simple. Each prostitute would register herself, get a $5 license that allowed her to work as she pleased. Okay. A doctor approved by the army would examine Mm. prostitutes each week, and the women would pay him 50 cents for... So smart. Yeah. It seems
1: reasonable. Yes. Uh, uh, Because what that little jaunt just did is double the prostitution population in Nashville.
0: Well, you can also see... Like it, it was crazy expensive because it's a almost impossible plan to just deport prostitutes. Like, yeah.
1: But again, I mean, yeah. You,
0: no, you. What you do is it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You yeah you accept that it's going to happen and you find, you know, the the best way to entice people to you know do what makes sense for them. Right. Uh,
0: women who had venereal diseases would be sent to a hospital established for the treatment of those type of ailments. They would then pay for their treatment weekly engaging in prostitution without a license or failing to appear for schedule exams would result in arrest and a jail term of 30 days.
1: One boat ride,
0: one boat ride. The sex workers were delighted with the idea of plying their trade without fear of arrest or prosecution. By early 1864, 352 women were licensed while another 100 had been successfully treated for syphilis and other conditions they picked up in their work. All right, tell me why this all falls apart. A few months later, one doctor at the hospital remarked on the, quote, marked improvement of the health of the licensed prostitutes. He noted that at the beginning of legalization, the women used crude crude language, and did little to care for their personal hygiene, but soon they were virtual models of cleanliness and propriety.
1: I mean, this guy's buffing the stats, right? No,
0: no, they stopped swearing.
1: I mean, this guy's really like...
0: Oh, no, they stopped swearing! They used to come in and say, Fuck me,
1: fuck me, and now they're like, Hello! It's like the poster says, Clean vagina, clean mouth.
0: By the way, I made that poster.
1: Yes, I was gonna say, That wasn't there earlier and is handwritten, right? It's a prank. Well, I've taken it hook, line, and sinker. Hook!
0: A New York Times reporter who came to the city was also very impressed. He said the... Ex-
1: Boy, your whores are clean. <laughs> I'm going to talk this one up in my column. Don't you forget about it.
0: He said expenses of the program from September to June came to just over 6000 while the income from the taxes on the, quote, lewd women reached 5900 Okay. Once fearful of the law, particularly military law, given the treatment they would received, Nashville prostitutes took to the system with almost, much, with almost as much enthusiasm as those operating it. One doctor wrote that they felt grateful to no longer have to turn to quacks and charlatans for expensive and ineffective treatments and eagerly showed potential customers their licenses.
1: <laughs> right. Now, Look. I'm ready to go. It'd be great if one was undercover. <laughs> Actually, I am a whore. Bam.
0: Major General William Rosencrantz, leader of the Union Army of Cumberland, had a problem. Oh, wait. Did this just repeat itself?
1: So if, you know. Uh, i just move I never, like, I really don't understand. It is so strange, the idea of how we try to, you know. Like, in that era, if you're a woman and you, uh, you, be, you are a, you know, you are like, you are working in the sex industry, the, <laughs> the idea that they're going to be able to stomp you out, and, and then, and I'm sure this will all fall apart, but this is what happens in our world all the time now, where there's a version that makes sense, and people just because of dumb hangups are like no 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 you can't because the no. bible or whatever uh, the vagina
0: is for something that uh, it's there to have something that it loves come inside of imagine,
1: it Does imagine that make sense? if the roles if the roles were reversed oh i can't and men and men were were more like men were prostitutes like women you know like yeah. women were How quickly it would be accepted and cool and like... In a heartbeat. Yeah. You'd all... Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In a heartbeat. (sighs) Uh, So, uh, you know, there were less street walkers, more uh, women working in brothels, and um, even prostitutes from the north came to the city who were looking for safer working conditions. A syphilitic hospital was opened uh, that filled up so quickly they couldn't accept any more patients. (laughs) From other hospitals. That's
1: a bummer when they put up the rope <laughs> at the syphilis clinic. Uh,
0: but this period for health and wonderment was not long for the world. Of course. After the war ended in, 19, in 1865 and Nashville was no longer under the control of the Union Army, licenses for prostitutes stopped being a thing. Of course. That was it. So it was just because it was under military control. The military, it was just trying to make things as smooth as possible. And then as soon as the military was gone and then religion returned. Religion,
1: yeah. of course.
0: Uh, Old Rosie made a tactical error that cost the Union Army thousands of lives at the Battle of Chickamauga. Sure, sure,
1: sure, sure. <laughs> the I famous think. battle.
0: And he was relieved of his command by Ulysses Grant. He finished the war as commander of the Department of Missouri. When the war ended, he took up politics and eventually ended up serving a California district in Congress in the 1880s. John Newcomb was the most screwed of them all. Two years after the Idaho made its prostitute voyage, he still had not been reimbursed by the government. He finally submitted his claim directly to Edward Stanton, the Secretary of War, and he was then given the money he was owed in certification that the removal of the Nashville prostitutes had been, quote, necessary and for the good of service. Uh, Look, uh, there's my certificate that says I only transport boatloads of
1: prostitutes when I have
0: to. He just
1: wanted to keep his ship integrity. That's Uh, all the man wanted. And it got totally soiled. And then he just wanted a little, like, congratulations certificate you could buy at Staples.
0: Yeah, he just wanted a little something.
1: Well, look at that. Oh, that? Uh, That's just the certificate that says it was a good idea to try to get all the prostitutes out of town even though it didn't work and soiled the name of the vessel.
0: But the Idaho would not cruise the rivers of the U.S. again. Quote, I told them it would forever ruin her reputation as a passenger boat. (laughs) It was done, and she is now in sense known as the Floating Whorehouse. No, no, Dave. No. ruined the boat (laughs) no No one would go on it
1: (laughs) oh man (laughs) oh poor guy he's the real victim um yeah well you know like we said earlier if you create conditions for any like anybody where based on something that is out of their control, their options are limited. You can't get upset at the cause and effect of something like right. that. So, you know, uh, like you you leave someone no option. Right, they have no option. And this is, I mean, this is the, it's the same shit in you know, it's the same shit with selling drugs and shit. If you're if you have no opportunity, and you need to, to make put it, food you to make in mil- your belly,
0: then you'll do whatever you can. You'll
1: do whatever you can. Yeah. So either fix the fucking conditions. But the cool thing is, is level you, the plane.
0: you create that system where people desperately need money. You don't have proper safety nets. And then when they get in trouble, you can put them in for-profit for, per, for profit prisons. Obviously. Yeah. It
1: all I mean, for the most part, it all comes down to profit prisons. But still, I mean, that is, it really is. It, it's like <laughs> we just have like a nine-way race for, you know, who our history I mean, we just continue to... Uh, there's yeah. no... no. Everybody gets fucked with. Except for one class. Oh, really? Yeah. I hadn't noticed. For one... It's happening right now. What? I'm just like... What are you talking about? Man, sucks, don't it? Well... well <laughs> off to the factory. Eat my ham and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so we, uh, we signed prostitutes.
1: Oh... Did you know that the timing? Of, uh, did you know that the timing of the Uber one was going to be so explosive? Kind of. You did.
0: Yeah, I knew the report was coming out. Soon.
1: Okay. I was. Gonna, I mean, yeah, so I knew the you, report. Did, were you kind of rushing? Horrible. Like, like? Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. Had a a deadline? At the end, I was rushing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that stuff so was going to collapse on it.
1: That's so funny because it happened, and I was like, "Well, Dave, I don't want to freak you out, but I think you <laughs> might have just taken down Uber."
0: No, we're a tiny... The, the amount of bad press they're getting from other places. That's why people are like, you're going to be sued. I'm like, number one, all those sor- all those things that we said are sourced. But also, they're getting hit from every fucking direction. Like, yeah. they're getting slammed left yeah. and right. Yeah. yeah. The,
1: the, no, the, no the, the, what's the... What's the main guy's name? Uh, Travis, what's his face? Uh, Kalinick. He, uh... <laughs> you know, there's rough weeks and then there's rough... <laughs> Uh, a bit
0: of a but I love that that uh what's her name? Uh, Ariana Huffington trying to smooth the waters. Well, see, I don't even says, know. no, he's meditating. He's meditating now in the lactation room at the office. Yeah,
1: in the lactation room. In the lactation
0: room. lactation room. And then it turns out that all these Silicon Valley uh, uh, you know, guys, f- take interns into lactation rooms and fuck them. Then oh there's all story
1: about that no.
0: because Silicon Valley well, is made of monsters. Maybe they just
1: want to make sure people use the lactation room. <laughs> it's a four-year plan.
0: Silicon Valley is full of monsters. Wow. uh We signed prostitutes, right?
1: Uh, yep, sh- I said it. All right. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth. You know, from this. uh This podcast. Uh, Listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy. The Gareth Army